Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. My sweet friends, welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. It is me, Elizabeth, and first of all, I want to thank you for your overwhelming response to Saturday's episode on binging. I know I shared with you that I was a little nervous about putting it out there, hoping that it would be received how I intended it to be, and... I have received so many emails and messages on social media from people who are grateful for the message. So thank you for your feedback. I always value your feedback on any episode, but you guys really rallied around that episode and I just wanted to take a second to say thank you. My gut was right as it usually is that a lot of people needed to hear that. So thank you for your feedback. All right, let's dive into today's show. I want to talk about internal debates. And this is something I spend a lot of time talking with my clients about. It's been something that's been very real for me. You know, that way that we like talk ourselves into or out of something. It's that classic devil angel on the shoulders thing. Whoever first started that certainly had a very clear understanding of this internal debate, this voice of, yes, you should, no, you shouldn't, right? And what I challenge myself and my clients to do is really begin to pay attention to these internal debates. Oftentimes when we choose something that we later feel like not so good about, I'll say to my clients, how'd you talk yourself into it? Like, what was the internal dialogue? And oftentimes we're just not paying attention or it is so familiar that we don't recognize it for what it is. But when we gradually start to pay more and more attention, it becomes very, very obvious. It can be as basic as when you're standing in the pantry at 8.30 at night looking for a snack and you're silently debating with yourself, well, I'm not really hungry, but I mean, this one small thing won't hurt. I should probably just go to bed, but... If I do it tonight, then I won't do it tomorrow night. Or if I just finish off these cookies, then I sort of eliminate the situation because tomorrow they won't be here to tempt me. So yeah, 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 I'll just eliminate the temptation. And we do this all day long, all day long. With one of my one-on-one clients, we spend most of our phone calls together talking about this because this internal debate, deciding and then renegotiating, It takes a lot of energy. And the fact that we do this at so many decision points in the day is what makes many people think that fat loss is hard. We make it harder than it needs to be because fat loss, though it's not always easy, is actually pretty simple. But we waste a lot of our energy 
debating with ourselves. And the debating is optional, right? It's like if you decide that there is a standard for your children and you just, that's the standard and you don't discuss it, negotiate it, debate it, it's done, right? No matter who complains or whines, that's just the rule and that's the way it is. But if every single time they challenge it, you go into this whole big negotiation debate, that's draining. We have to train ourselves to pay attention to when we do these internal debates and then really harness our ability to win them more often so that we can silence it and know that when we make a decision, that's it. The decision is made. So I want to break down these internal debates and help you tune into them so you can overcome them. I want you to think about it this way. There is the voice of your potential and there's the voice of your present, keeping you deeply anchored and rooted where you are right now. The voice of your potential, that voice is your strength. The other voice is your comfort zone. The voice of your potential is your cheerleader, your guardian, your genius. And I talked about why I love the word genius. That is your, your inner guardian, the voice of I can, your strongest self. And then the voice of the present or the voice of your comfort zone, that is doubt, that is fear, that is resistance, that is sabotage, right? And this is not some like weirdo thing that just happens to people who deal with food. We do these internal debates with all sorts of things, with relationships, with work, with finances, you name it. And this has gone back forever. In fact, there is a very powerful Cherokee story that I think I've heard before or shared before, maybe on the Daily Motivations or something, but maybe on the podcast. And I remind myself of this all the time because I find it really, really powerful when it comes to the way we debate over food choices or choices related to our health. It goes like this. An old Cherokee is teaching his grandson about life, a fight is going on inside me, he said to the boy. It is a terrible fight, and it is between two wolves. One is evil. He is anger, envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. He continued, the other is good. He is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, compassion, and faith. The same fight is going on inside you and inside every other person too. The grandson thought about it for a minute and then he asked his grandfather, which wolf will win? The old Cherokee simply replied, the one you feed. So let me rephrase this powerful, powerful story as it relates to my own struggles with food, with temptation, and with self-discipline. A fight is going on inside me. It is a constant battle between two lions. One is stubborn and lazy. She's greedy. She is pity, guilt, resentment, lies, abuse, avoidance, excuses, exceptions, and delays. The other is beautiful. She is hopeful. She is optimistic and determined. She cares for me. She believes in me. She encourages me, and she knows that everything is possible. 
The same fight is going on inside you and inside every other person too. Which lion will win? The one you feed. And that is so real. Which one are we feeding? How do we win more often? We feed that lion of our potential. If we are standing at a figurative fork in the road during these internal debates, and we are, what we do today, we're more likely to do tomorrow. And this is a gift, right? We can use this for our strength or we can use this for our weakness. This isn't like woo-woo emotional stuff, kumbaya, hold hands, you know, rainbows, unicorns, berries, marshmallows. This is the science of change, how change happens and how we can sustain it over time. What you've done most often right? If you're giving into that voice of the present, that voice of resistance, instead of the voice of your potential, that is your groove. That is your pattern, your rhythm, your path of least resistance. And you guys know I really like analogies and this one, oh, this one's so, so appropriate. I used to live in this house with a curved driveway and to get out of the driveway, I had to back out of the garage, right? And I didn't exactly ever match the curve of the driveway, like ever. <laughs> so I would always run over the grass. And the first time, nobody knew. And probably the first dozen times, you couldn't tell, right? But when you do it every day, sometimes multiple times each day, it becomes pretty obvious. There, there gets to be some deep tire tracks in the grass. I mean, you know, maybe potentially that might have happened. And then when challenged, sometimes angrily, to stop driving over the grass, it was really hard because I was just, it was like muscle memory, right? I was just used to backing out in this particular way and sometimes I wasn't paying attention. And so when I wasn't paying attention, I just did what I always did and that was run over the grass, right? And the more often I ran over the grass, the harder it was to not run over the grass, right? It took so much mental energy to not hit the grass, right? We go where the grooves are. And these are grooves that we have formed. Like tire tracks, right? We're always forming the grooves with each and every choice. Are you forming these grooves where you want to? Because what you do today, you're more likely to do tomorrow. If you clean the kitchen before you go to bed tonight, when you wake up in the morning, you'll be so pleased with yourself and so much less stressed. So tomorrow night, you have that positive reinforcement memory, you're more likely to do it again. If, however, you don't clean the kitchen, you wake up frustrated and disappointed, hoping that the magical cleaning fairies are going to come do it for you. And if you know their number, share it with me. But we have this greater desire to then avoid cleaning the kitchen because it's now burdensome and our routine has been reinforced in the other direction. So back to these two lions, right? They're there with every choice we make. And this internal debate, the voice of your potential and the voice of your comfort zone, the voice of your best possible life and the voice of resistance, right? When you're driving home from work after a stressful day and you know that you have the food in the fridge for a fat loss friendly meal, but you're tired so you start that debate. Well, I could save that stuff for tomorrow. It's been a bad day, I kind of deserve a treat. No, you really should just go home and eat that. Yeah, but I'm tired and I don't wanna cook. You always do this, 
well, just this one time, it's been a bad day. This is your crossroad. This is your fork in the road. This is when you feed one lion or the other. Which one wins? The one you feed, the choice you make, right? And whether you want to think about it as lions or wolves or as like weeds versus flowers, right? Do you want these weeds of bad habits getting stronger and bigger and taking over? Or do you really want to feel like you're blossoming into the life that you want? You can think about it however you want to think about it, but every choice feeds one or the other. One of the strategies that helped me is to get super clear on when I do this whole debate thing. When are my two lions most likely to show up and start this chit chat, right? For me personally, it was usually prior to a binge, the debate of kind of talking myself into or out of it, when I'm really tired because I'm just emotionally not in as good a place when I'm tired as I am when I'm not tired, or when I'm out to eat, you know, the debate of like, well, do I want to make a choice I feel great about or do I just want to say, ah, screw it, I'm out, I'll be better tomorrow. But then I had to define the arguments. How do both sides argue? That voice of resistance, stubbornness, laziness, fear of missing out, resistance. I had to get really, really clear on the lies that she tells me. Lies like, I'll start tomorrow, it's just this one thing, I'll get it out of my system. And the way that I know that they're lies is because I have to ask myself honestly, how often is that true? How often when I say, I'll start tomorrow, is that effective? How often when I say, oh, it's just this one thing, does that work? How often when I argue, oh, well, I'll get it out of my system, does it get it out of my system, right? When I define the debate, I recognize it for what it is. And then I can say, here we go. Here comes the debate. And then I have a choice. Which me do I want to be, right? Which me do I want to be in this moment? Which lion do I want to feed? Which lion do I want to get stronger and louder and more powerful? Do I want the voice of just this once, it won't hurt, it's one day, you can start tomorrow, you deserve it, get out of your system. Do I want that voice to get stronger and more powerful, right? Is that the groove I want to make in my habits? Because what if it does? What if that is the voice I'm always feeding? I mean, I know I lived that, right? Uh, what happened? 350 pounds happened. Depression happened. Misery happened. No women's clothes that fit me happened. It takes me deeper into the hole that I argue I want to climb out of. But what happens when I honor that lion, that voice of my potential? What happens if, as I stand here in the grocery store debating yes to red velvet cake or no to red velvet cake, what happens when I feed the lion of my potential just once and she gets stronger? Is it easier the next time? Yes. And then if I keep doing that, if I keep feeding that lion of my potential, if I keep deepening the grooves along the path to where I want to go, what happens to my confidence, to my physique? to my happiness as I feed that lion of my potential and starve that lion of resistance. But it has to start someplace. It has to begin in action because we're never just waiting and thinking. We're always feeding one or the other. Every single choice we make, we are making one stronger and the other weaker. 
So as you think you're waiting, that lion of your potential, she's getting smaller and quieter and she doesn't speak up as often, right? I love, you guys know I'm like a linguist person and I love words and I love the word mastery. Conquering a skill, being great, having greater command over my reality and myself because for so long I felt out of control. And it wasn't that I was out of control, it was that I wasn't taking control. I was just passive, right? And that's why I love it because for so long I didn't have that, that command over my reality and over myself because I felt like food was my master and I was the slave. I really did, but it wasn't true. I was making choices to feed my lion of doubt and delay and resistance. I was feeding the lion of comfort and starving the lion of potential because I never said yes to her. But I fixed that. You can fix that. And it starts with every choice you make. We have these opportunities a hundred times a day to make that potential grow, to make that confidence grow with just one choice. Everybody has one choice in them, one moment of, I can feed this lion of my potential. I can make her stronger. I can make her louder just this one time. And she gets a little stronger and a little more confident, and then you do it again. And when you begin to debate the Girl Scout cookies, oh, they're seasonal. Eat them so they don't tempt you. No, 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 you'll regret it. Just one. I'll throw the rest away. This is your choice. When you stand at these forks in the road, understand that you have a choice. You will feed one lion and you will starve the other. You will deepen one groove, right? And you will allow another to get cold and not worn. What choice will you make? This is such an opportunity to allow small choices to build momentum and motivation and confidence. Just one choice with every single small choice. You don't have to be perfect forever. You never have to be perfect, but what will you do today to make that lion of your potential, of your promise, of your opportunity a little stronger, a little louder, a little more frequent? And what will you do to starve that lion of doubt and delay and resistance? Because you don't need that voice. You've been there. You've done that. And you've probably got some work to do to bring this lion of your potential to the forefront, to trust her to give her a voice and to help her grow. So I hope you found this really helpful. It's certainly a theory that really motivates me in moments of indecision when I say, oh, well, this one thing doesn't matter, but it does. Because every choice, big choice or small choice, every choice is going to feed one lion or the other, right? Nothing is neutral. Every choice matters. Doesn't mean we have to be perfect, but we have an opportunity in the little wins and the big wins, and we make it easier with every choice that feeds that lion of potential. All right, let's wrap up like we normally do with what I ate yesterday. Um, this episode airs on a Tuesday. My what I ate yesterday was over a weekend. I tend to have brunch on the weekends. Like I make a mm, midday 11 a.m. ish meal that is my biggest meal of the day and then I tend to have a lighter meal later um, so I just drink black coffee all morning and then I 
I sauteed an entire bag of Brussels sprouts with a strip of bacon and an entire can of salmon. And it was delicious and it was a huge meal and it satisfied me very, very much. And then later in the day, I had um, two bowls of cauliflower soup. You've got a couple of um, cauliflower soup recipes up on the blog at primalpotential.com. This one was just cauliflower and bone broth and some curry powder and a little bit of extra virgin olive oil. So I had two bowls of that, but uh, my midday meal was a very large meal. And that's kind of how I like to do things on the weekend is have a really big midday meal and then a lighter meal later in the day um, so that I'm just not like thinking about food all the time. Oh, and I think I had a piece of dark chocolate in there at some point as well, but I'm pretty sure I did. Anyway, that is what I ate yesterday. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you ever have questions or suggestions or ideas for shows, topics you want me to cover, shoot me an email, elizabeth at primalpotential.com, and I would be happy to incorporate it. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.